3: Hello the internet and welcome to season 275 episode 5 of DER Daily's Guys Stay production of iHeartRadio. Uh they could put any numbers in there. Uh, the numbers don't matter. To yeah. me. Like they don't they don't mean anything to me anymore. But I guess 275 episode 5. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and it is Friday, February 17th, 2023. Uh, happy february 17th it's a, be- it's a beautiful day
4: mm-hmm. gorgeous day
3: my name is jack o'brien aka working zeit Two five what a way to make a living <laughs> barely fit these thighs in these pants that i've been given they're so milky white Ain't got no melanin in them. They're enough to blind you. Shine right through my denim. That is courtesy of the Blake Rogers on the Discord. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate the thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Thank Sorry. You. <laughs> no, that's. that's- uh, demand it I've actually Nobody has done that before And yet It's the only appropriate Right to Yeah I've a, the, It's
4: The work yeah. that people put into Making those AKAs And I, I gotta say I'm like impressed With your fan base's ability To do it for you Because Yes uh, I have to like uh, Every time I go on this podcast I'm like oh god I have to think of a parody song <laughs> yeah. I, do, I do that
3: Full weird For everything
4: else weird. Yeah it's too hard many weirds mm-hmm.
3: yeah he, he also did like a whole first verse to it but I, I didn't feel up to it but i i appreciate you the blake rogers maybe <laughs> maybe i'll we'll release the lp version of this the the long unedited director's yeah. cut of this episode but uh, thank you Thank you, the Blake Rogers. Uh, I'm thrilled to be joined today by today's guest co host. You know him from Pod Yourself a Gun, Pod Yourself the Wire.
4: It's Matt Lee! Hey! Here comes Matt Lee. Do, 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 do. Here comes Matt Lee. <laughs> and I say, it's all white. What's up? Uh, that was, <laughs> I think that was. A uh, Carver drop from the wire. What's up, guys? I'm here.
3: There you go. Got my soundboard. To have you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, uh, you no. do have your s- soundboard. That's great. We need soundboards in this. I world. feel
4: like let's be real. If we're, if we're being honest about what this show is, yes. is it not a morning, morning zoo. zoo type show? Oh. The morning zoo. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you know people listen to this on their drive over to. Wherever the nearest Zoom cafe is to telecommute <laughs> to their jobs, you know. That's right. I assume that your listeners have jobs. Yeah.
3: they. I think, I think most of them do. I mean, their number uh, one job being, writing, a, being a fan. And writing parody and songs. And
4: writing parody songs yeah. of your name for the AKA. Yeah. That's it's a great right. job. Pays well, in content.
3: <laughs> that's right. Uh, Matt, we're thrilled to be joined. It's a true dad cast today. We're joined in our third Ooh. seat by a hilarious and talented comedian, podcast host. You've seen him doing stand up on stages, something called TV, Ooh. which I'm told is short for television. Yes, uh, you've heard him on podcasts like the truly hilarious Get Rich Nicks. He is apparently one of the foremost experts on guessing who will win at the Oscars. Wow. uh, The, like, sharp when it comes to Oscar pools. Please welcome the brilliant, the talented, Nick
1: Turner!
2: Thank you very much. I don't want to be known as a dad, okay? I want to be known as the best dad. Mm. Number one. Now, here's the thing. I I have a a parody song I actually found on the street walking to my house house today. Wow. Like a piece of paper that flew near your person? Yeah, I don't know what happened. But apparently this piece of paper thought Miles would be here. So I'm going to do a quick edit. <laughs> and, uh, okay, I, I, I edited it. Hey, so did
3: everybody who showed up to listen. You <laughs> know, <they're> like... <laughs> Guys,
2: I mean, what a, what a lovely surprise for all of us. Here's the song. And uh, I would talk to 500 Matt and I would talk <laughs> nice. to 500 more just to be the man who talked to a thousand Matt He's the guy that I adore. Hey. And a Jack-Jack and a Jack-Jack and a Jack-Jack, <laughs> jack-jack Matt Leib. Hey, very good.
4: Very, wow, uh, that's you know, great. There it is. <laughs> okay, well thank deserved. You. Yes. Thank you.
2: I spent a lot of time on that. That I mean, was found awesome. Good. You, found, <laughs> you that. found a lot of time finding. You that. found it a took a while
4: for you. I mean, you were looking for a parody song on the street. Let's be honest. There's a little work went into it. That's Not a lot great. of people looking down. No.
3: <laughs> the, uh, Angels in America says, look up. I say, look down. Look Man. at your shoes. What are they doing? That's great. Nick, is it true? I mean, you you do have big Oscars behind you in the Zoom. Yeah. You are an expert in who wins. You're a uh, Oscar pool sharp. Is that correct? Uh sharp. Like I heard, uh, like sharp. I think is the is the term in Vegas for like the people who are like ahead of the game and like use. Oh wow! Analytics. Well, then, figure <laughs> I thought out you were accidentally are, like, smarter than the house.
4: I thought you were doing a malapropism. You meant shark, like like mm. pool shark or card shark.
3: No, I've heard sharp just on like sports podcasts talking okay, about I like, like that. the the smart people in Vegas.
2: Look, and, yeah, like, I'm, Vegas I'm a sharp, I'm a from. shark. I frequently sharp, sharp, shark shark, yes. and <laughs> they're all true about me. <laughs> That's I, impressive. Look, yes, yeah. I have I have the goods. I think uh, you know, there's a lot of people in this space, and uh, it's like a lot of uh, betting prognosticators. You know, sports usually they never talk about their predictions afterwards. Mm. Right, because you know, it's I, embarrassing. If you look at like the number of the ones they get right, you know, from even like the most famous sports bettors like it's about fifty-three <laughs> percent. Right, for like if you're doing great, but I have much higher odds in my bettings, and it's not just about on the day. Anyone can get them right on Oscar Day.
3: Right, because but you're picking them before they even announce. Yeah, because what you've had movies the movies coming of, out
2: that year. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Man. I have seventeen hundred dollars on Avatar four in twenty twenty eight to lose. So uh, you got to get them early. We started. Uh, it's a podcast called uh, The Show Me the Money that I do with Pat Stango, mm-hmm. one half of the Bo Boys podcast, where they yeah. uh, they look over uh, box office every week. Mm. Yeah. And so, you know, we've known each other through comedy for a long time, but we've, uh, we've together started a, uh, a, a summer movie box office league together. Right. And we, we participate in a very big Oscars, Oscars pool each year, which I'm the only person to have won multiple times. Wow.
3: wow! And that sounds like it's the Oscar pool to compete. Like that's the top of the line. It's not just like your, uh, you know, your, no. your work friends, Oscar pool. That sounds like it no. is informed.
2: Yeah, it's like
4: experts. Are you guys members of the academy? Like, how much of uh, is there like a conflict of interest here?
2: We're members of the betting academy. Oh, okay. It's a ragtag group, but (laughs) there's less controversy, and we don't hurt each other. Oh, no slaps there. So, uh,
3: yeah. So, yeah. Gambling, famously violence averse. There's never been any violence in
2: well, not anymore. I mean, it was when there was OTBs, but now everyone's in their own home. So right. you know, it's just a punch a wall. Yeah, that's right. So some of my big bets that have come to fruition. I had uh, the Daniels at plus nine hundred to win Best Director. They are wow. now currently in the lead. Wow. That's a nine times your bet plus. Well, that's what plus nine hundred means. Mm. Wow. Okay. And uh, if uh, I, I had everything everywhere all at once for plus seven hundred to win Coming Best into Picture,
3: the whole award season. Like, where, did you just
2: place yeah, that these bet are in, right like, after you saw it? December, January Wow, bets that I've made. And uh, I've got a bunch of... Se- plus 700 for Wakanda Forever's Angela Bassett, who is now in the super first place for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Uh, uh, I was the only prognosticator, as far as I know, on any podcast to think Andrea Riseborough was going to get a nomination for Best Actress. I don't know if you're familiar with the controversy. Is but this I the one
4: where she... Um, like, yeah, she got nominated and then people were like, I heard that she had people like vying for her and everyone got mad because she wasn't famous enough to have people yeah, vying for her.
3: One. Were you, Nick, yeah. one of the dozen people who saw the
2: movie and that's where your confidence came from? No, and this is a big part of our podcast. It's not about watching the movies. Oh, good. You don't need to watch the movies. People, people love who that. get caught up watching all the movies, they lose sight. Of the big picture. Yeah, which is
4: the awards.
2: <laughs> which is the awards. Yeah, 100% you know, it's looking at trends. It's looking at past uh, award shows, looking at which ones predict the Oscars the best. Yeah. And a big, big, big one is this weekend at the BAFTAs. And in terms mm-hmm. of betting, if, you're, if you watch an award show and then watch somebody win, you'll see it before the lines change. On whatever betting site, and so it's like the Baftas are such a good predictor. And so if you just watch the Baftas, and then like whoever wins, pick that person. That line is going to change the next day, and you're here. Wow, Wow, look at you.
3: Yeah, that's like what? What are those? The Flash Boys, the like Wall Street traders who were making money by having a faster ticker. Like, have yeah. Essentially, they had a faster ticker. They they even (laughs) invested in having like this was in some Michael Lewis book. They they invested in having the like Ethernet ca- or you know the internet what what was it called the the one with that is like fiber optic the yeah. fiber optic cables like going from like where information was it, they like made sure the line was straight so that like the fiber optics didn't have to like go around any curves which Damn. would slow it down like microscopic sec- like s- fractions of a second and that's they were making a lot of money that way wow. so. That's kind of like what you're doing by watching the Baftas, which is actually like that's a level of commitment that nobody has gone to. Either. Yeah, th- loving award the shows so
4: much that you watch the Baftas is like you're you're in it for the love
2: of the game.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. I'm actually going to loves- show
2: in Boulder, Colorado on Sunday, so I won't be watching it for right. Sunday. <laughs> uh, but uh, just have to like, write a, write some code. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. I don't have. You already commitment. know. You already know who's going to win that's yeah, i already know that that is the thing so you know it doesn't matter best picture by the way in terms of bafta and oscars almost no crossover in the last decade one oh, interesting one movie so i've been saying since it was a massive hit that i thought everything
3: everywhere all at once was gonna win i'm an amateur bo boy myself and yeah. uh oscar day. Pred- i'm usually pretty good at the uh at the oscar poll stuff so
4: I'm terrible at it, but only because I never know what movies come out. And I see movies years later. So I go like, well, did uh, Old Brother or Otto, is that going to win this year? And people are like, no, that was from a long time ago. I'm like, well, and I'm (laughs) fucked. I don't
2: know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Last year, our big prediction was was Coda months early and Troy Mm -hmm. Kotzar early. Wait, what did win? I forgot. Coda. Coda. Yeah. Yeah. Go to one best picture. It was a late surge, yeah. I don't I didn't even see it. Is it good?
4: Yeah. It's it's,
2: no, it's good. It's cute. It's a family movie. It's um it hits all the right, you know, marks. But um, you know, I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie of all time, but I certainly thought, you know, whatever. I rode that horse all the way to (laughs) the end. I won ten thousand dollars, so I'm good.
3: (laughs) And you were saying so like you don't have to watch the movies to like you don't have to make yourself
2: like Green Book. To, well, it's not like, about quality. Yeah, That's it's not right. quality. It's just narrative. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it could be anything. But uh, one thing that makes betting on these incredibly difficult and why it's almost impossible to win $10,000 is because these lines are not available on American regulated sports books. Yeah, I feel like
3: it's always in English. Like, right? DraftKings
2: will not be there. It's only offshore betting sites like your bovadas, your bet USs, your every games. These are where we're going. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah. And so they don't have like super high maxes. The, yeah. the, the highest they go is you can bet like a couple hundred dollars on stuff. But like I maxed out Andrea Riseboro to win Best Actress at plus 3,700. Whoa. So I stand to That's, make a good amount if this, if, if, if this that con rides all the way to the end. Uh, I hope, I hope People for your are. sake
3: and for your children's sake that it does. <laughs> yeah. I do too. Now I'm pulling, now I have a, a horse in that. Uh, all right. Nick, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. We're going to talk about how the FBI will investigate the Harris County Jail, just the realities inside that jail. Uh, there's a quote in in the article from one of the lawyers who's going to be, I guess, or who who's involved in the investigation about how like you wouldn't believe it unless you like had the evidence in front of you, and I, it just feels like that sentiment is something we're hearing more and more of is like this this doesn't happen here you know i can you can't believe that this is happening here so we're going to talk about that uh we're going to talk about the uh there's an i am legend sequel coming oh and they are making it they're making the sequel to the original ending not the ending that we all saw in movie theaters but the ending to the movie that was the ending to the book that is like mm-hmm. the whole point of the movie that they then changed because it didn't test well so we'll, we'll talk about that they changed it from like the whole anyways, I'm, we'll I'm, I'm, all
4: i remember is there's some zombie dogs in that movie and there's the, zombie dogs in that there was definitely a zombie dog i'm oh, like his dog right
3: yeah yeah, yeah and then
4: back. doesn't he die at the end
3: that... well yeah but what? not in the ending that they're making the sequel to i'll tell you that damn much hmm. What? So, anyway, this is. I just wanted to bring this up because it's an early, you know, tip for Nick for the yeah. Oscar betting poll for uh, two years. Yeah, from for now. sure. All my
2: money's going into this.
3: <laughs> uh, all of that, plenty more. But first, Nick, we do like to ask our guest what is something from your search history.
2: Well, all my search history I was looking up is mostly um, gambling related. Sure. Fair. And so it was actually top twenty-four users: Gold Derby, BAFTAs. Because if you want one single place to go to get the good info, Gold Derby, <laughs> Gold they Derby's have four it. categories of prognosticators. Mm-hmm. And uh, All-Star Top 24, Top 24 of the Year, Critics, and uh, Groundhog. some other... And some other, <laughs> 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 yeah. Sees a shadow, then everything, everywhere, all at once, wins. Yes. Yeah. Um, Andrea Riseborough's PR-, PR team pops up out of a hole, and uh, <laughs> if they are kicked out by the academy, and it's another twenty-four months. Okay. So, uh, uh, so
3: anyway, so yeah. You have that's to it. like cha- You have to like filter through the twenty-four who are.
2: Critics and experts don 't know anything, and this is what i 'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This is not about knowing your shit. this right. is about gambling yes. and the people who are the most in tune are the people who are this year's number one or top twenty four top twenty four users It's every time mm-hmm. yeah. it's how I got Anthony Hopkins over Chadwick Bozeman two years ago when everybody thought Chadwick Bozeman was getting. The, uh, the the posthumous Oscar, Guy, yeah. Yes. You want some money on that? Oh yeah, I went big oh, on man. that. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how I won the the whole pool. Did
3: you win money on Green Book too? <laughs> I did not. Uh, okay,
2: I did so win you one got year. All the
3: problematic phase. One
2: yeah. year I did win the big pot when La La Land won. Oh, and then, okay. and then lost. And I didn't, oh. did not. Win.
3: <laughs> the pot was then uh, <laughs> taken from you. Yeah, um, Lyra
2: and I, my wife, we were. Uh, we were watching and we, we were looking up the menu for this really expensive restaurant that we've always wanted to go to. And we were like, this is how we're spending the money. And we we're like, I'm going to get this and I'm <laughs> going to get this. And then we did it. And uh, we never we never went to that restaurant. <laughs>
3: Warren
4: uh, Beatty was please. like, lol, psych. <laughs> Fuck you, oh,
3: that's Nick. That's amazing. Yeah, I do, I do some of that. So I do go to Gold Derby just uh, throughout the year. I like to yeah. see like what they're saying is going to hit even before I've seen the movies. But I, I also do that with that sort of thing with like fantasy sports sometimes is like you you are sorting through this like massive list of quote unquote experts. And yeah. you just like find one person who's really smart about it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's are you on can somebody go see. The the Nick Turner picks on Gold Derby. Are you a user?
2: Um, that's a great Proprietary idea. Proprietary information. That's, I that's d- I have filled it out uh, for Oscars, but I I do not I do not go there, and I guess it's not something I'm willing to do. Yeah, <laughs> good. I was just curious. Uh, it's not what it's about. Also, it's like it's about like what picks are this week. What are yeah. the yeah. best picks this week? Yeah, and so. You know, Gold Derby is not really for me to give. It's for me to take. That's right. damn right. Yeah. It's a feeder. Yeah.
3: That's a Nick Turner feeder, not a <laughs> Nick sure. Turner giver. What is something you think is overrated? Thank you for
2: asking, Jack. Hey, Nick, what's something you think is overrated? <laughs> now, this question is uh, out of left field, but <laughs> I think I have an answer. <laughs> uh, Chubby Checker. Oh, chubby checker is
4: overrated. That is a yeah. hot take that I think is correct. Okay, now it might not be the
2: most timely take,
3: but you know, the take fairly are. Well, I just heard of him. I'm Did tired he... of these <laughs> damn kids telling me about chubby checker, <laughs> yeah. man. Shut the fuck up, forever
2: teenager. Chubby we checker.
4: need to talk about chubby checker. If you see, it. he's probably
2: ninety. But if you see him, he has an impeccable hairline and hair. Does he? It is still here. He's still clearly. alive. A team, the same team that, that did makeup and hair on the whale. Fair. So chubby Checker, we all love him. He's the twist guy. He brought twisting into our I'm lives. I'm looking at a picture of him in 2005. Oh, he okay. looks now,
3: amazing. Yeah,
2: he looks amazing.
3: Um, wait, was he like 12 when he was famous? Because he's only 81 now. Uh, no. Okay.
2: <laughs> I don't know,
3: but I feel like he was maybe a person who like looked a li- like looked older when he was younger. Because he was born in 41. Wasn't he famous in like the early 60s? So in, uh, yeah,
2: 1960 is when his
3: big song came out.
2: So he was 19.
3: He looked like a middle-aged, I guess everyone looked like a middle-aged person back then. That was his style. They were all drinking
2: lead. Also, he's probably, (laughs) you know, the heft helps. And he's he's very tall. It's crazy that he's still chubby. Yeah, well, you can't lose your, I mean, you know, at this point, if he comes out skinny, uh, who's going to see that concert? No one wants to right. fuck with skinny checkers. Yeah, well, yeah. Skinny chess. No thanks. Yeah. yeah. Skinny. <laughs> so, okay. Everybody thinks they love the twist. It's a dance that, you know, you, you anyone can do because it's literally it. moving right to left. Yeah. Almost right. not a dance. Right. So, in 1960, Chubby people. Checker, yeah. at 19, releases Let's Do the Twist. Mm-hmm. And it's number one hit. It does great. He's a genius. hmm So, then in 1961, the label comes back and they say, Chubby. You, you, did it, and you got to do it again. Okay, what you got to give us something else?
0: Yeah. So then,
2: so then Chubby's like, uh, you know what, guys, I'm not full of ideas. So I'm gonna I can't be honest. Think of another chance. So in 1961, he's eventually he's like, I got it, I figured it out. He releases "Let's Twist Again," like we yep. did last summer, which incredible move to reference a previous song in, in a song. And a song that
3: has staying power. Like, people still play Twist again. Like, I've heard that song all these years later.
2: No, another hit. So, he's a genius, okay? So then, 60, 61, those are his years. 1962, label comes back. They say, Chubby! You did it, Twist Man! You know, he's he's got a new nickname at this point. And they're (laughs) like, you're the Twist guy. And he's like, I know I'm the Twist guy. Let's fucking hit it. Everybody get
3: in the basement because the Twister's coming. (laughs) <laughs> that's, right. uh, that, that's what I would have said to him for sure uh, when Young, he was coming into yes. my office as an A&R executive back then <laughs> yes
2: yeah. 1962 he thinks uh, let's, let's, uh, let's do it he releases Twisting USA that's right which I assume he thought there was going to be a twist in for every country but this song <laughs> was not a hit you know and so I think at that point he starts to lose it a little bit and a couple months later he comes out with slow twistin and no. la paloma twist which are <laughs> sexy twist songs yeah because the the twist is not sexy you're you're bound to knee your partner in the groin yeah. yeah so he got some slow versions not hits and then let's say summer of 1962 he's at the end of his rope and uh, he's he's lost his mind he doesn't even know why he got into the twist game and he releases teach me to twist <laughs> Which <laughs> you know he's lost his mind. We're like, chubby, you taught us the twist. I forgot to twist. <laughs>
4: it's like maybe some set, he, yeah.
3: You know the the way to really like learn something is by teaching it. So maybe he's mm-hmm. just like, you guys have clearly lost your love and yeah. passion for the twist. How about this? I'm gonna play a fucking mind game with you. Yeah. You teach me to twist. <laughs> what if what if we tried that? But just,
2: yeah, sheer desperation, like a yeah. panic idea, like an idea it's like a came sad like attempt to get, uh, you know, like uh, people talking, you know,
4: right. and just to get some engagement. Like sounds like a degenerative neurological disorder where you slowly like, teach me to twist. And then it's just like, where are car keys? And it just
2: keeps going down. <laughs> so Oof. not a hit, folks. So then that same year in 1962, he pivots and he thinks, maybe I'm just like, like he was twisting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He he twists. Thinking about now. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, he says, maybe I'm the dance guy for dances that aren't really dances. And he releases Mm. Limbo Rock. Oh, Oh. that That was a Chucky Checkers. But I'll tell you what the song was. A fucking hit. Yeah. A huge hit. Mm. He's back. So then in 1963, you got to do it again. He comes back with, let's limbo some more. Yeah. <laughs> Did he really? Yes. This, rule. this is this psychopath's <laughs> journey. <laughs> I mean, he's only 23. Imagine. He's a, he's it's a, a child. Story. He's a child. So then, not a hit. And then he's God. like, you know, he's, he's starting to rethink everything. And he's like, maybe I am the twist guy. And then also in 1963, he releases twisted up back to twisted, not yeah. a hit 1964, nothing. He, he doesn't release anything. He goes insane. He gets an Airbnb and <gasps> big bear. He takes a gun and a dog and he waits <laughs> a year just thinking there's gotta be something else. <laughs> and then in 1965, bam, he's back. With Let's Do the Freddy. The Freddy? Yeah, that's a left turn you didn't expect. Where'd that song come from? His name's Chubby. Well, Freddy and the Dreamers released the song that same year. And so he was just listening to the radio and he was like, They're doing a dance song! Chubby's the dance guy. <laughs> I'm the song. He, did he steal their dance? He stole it. <laughs> also, the dance is basically lifting your arms above your head and sticking out one leg. It's the Daniel song. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all. It's a dumb fucking dance. Why couldn't he be like, Ray, uh, put your arms to the side. It's the Chubby. Just yeah. say your name. Anyway, not a hit. He's gone. He's done. That's it. That's the Chubby Checker everybody loves so much.
3: You're right. He per, he apparently appeared in a film called "Don't Knock the Twist" in 1962. She, nobody's <laughs> not like, gonna watch anybody. your
2: fucking mouth about the twist, bro. <laughs> <Jesus Wow. Christ. laughs> Imagine if he had had like a TikTok, and he yeah. just like comes out every week with like, "Why are people ruining my twist?"
4: A New York Times op-ed in defense of the twist.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Wow, dude, that is uh, he's
3: your right, journey he's, you just took us on. Yeah so overrated (laughs) I don't know if he's overrated I don't know if that's what I took from that but but, wow what what a run let's take a quick break and we'll come back and find out what you think is underrated holy shit And we're back and man, what a what a Wikipedia page on Chubby Checkers. Yeah, Chubby there were checker. some other songs,
2: but none of them were dance related.
3: It's a it is a singular checker. It's not it's not the game checkers. It's not Chubby Checkers. Oh, it's Chubby Checker. Yeah, yeah. I said Chubby Checkers. I thought it was Chubby Checkers, checkers like this whole my time. Dad, my dad, who famously on this show, famous, maybe not famous at all, uh refers to Brad Pitt as Brad Pitts.
2: Yeah. Well that's close yeah. enough. Well, well, he's he's done some bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. There we go. He's the pits. He's the pits. Uh,
3: what is something you think is underrated, Nick? Great question. I think Thank you.
2: expensive Thank you so gardeners are underrated. Mm. Expensive gardeners. Yeah. When I was uh, in, on the East Coast, I dreamed of having a gardener. Mm. I didn't know. If you told me I'd have a gardener one day, I'd be like, in my gold house? You're <laughs> <laughs> sick. I thought gardeners mostly just like trimmed hedges into the shape of animals. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know everyone had a gardener here. Yeah. So now I have a gardener and it sucks because (laughs) cheap gardeners aren't good. Right. You can pay more to have them come at a reasonable time. You can pay more to get them to stop using gas powered everything. Yeah. Wake you up. Yeah. But most people don't have those and i've actually asked my gardener to stop working on my half of the garden <laughs> because all they do is just like blow shit around yeah right uh they don't weed that's what i need them for um right. uh, yeah that's I, an expensive uh, gardener job yeah weeding. yeah they come at 4 30 in the morning yeah and they just mostly are focused on blowing next to my window
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> the job of the gardener is to slowly gas you to death every Tuesday at 3 a.m. Yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, and also it's if you're renting, your gardener is just part of the deal, right? Yeah. A lot yeah. of the times, and which is puts you in a shitty position when the gardener, let's say, randomly keeps hitting on your wife in front of you. Mm. And uh keeps offering her vodka in the morning. Listen, I'm all for, you know, drinking with a gardener, but uh, you know, this uh I feel like you should be able to be like I don't hey, like that. I don't like that. I've got a lot of follow up
2: questions. <laughs> <laughs> My wife left me for the gardener. So right. what yeah, you hear? yeah. I didn't want to hear it, but I, I wanted
3: to. Yeah, I had a feeling. All right. Well, Expensive Gardeners, the sequel to The Constant Gardener. I think that <laughs> might be the worst movie title of oh, all time. It oh, it's awful!
4: Could you the imagine con- a constant, constant-
3: gardener? A constant gardener. It just
4: sounds the. W- it was like it's a, that and a very long engagement are my two worst movie titles because that's too. I don't want to just sound see. like they sound long words put together. They sound so <laughs> long. They sound again, way too long and boring. It
3: sounds like a chubby checker, like thing that is coming up with on the spot, like the in con- a panic. The constant <laughs> twister, <laughs> the, the constant <laughs> twist that, so we, we did we did twist again, but that pre- that so what the let's twist again presumes is that there was a they stopped twisting and mm-hmm. started again. What if they were constantly twisting forever? It was a constant twist.
2: <laughs> let's twist forever.
3: Yes, let's twist constantly and forever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the FBI is going to investigate Harris County Jail. This is something that families of victims have been asking for because 32 detainees have died in the jail within a 14-month period. Oof. It's, it's monstrous. It's unbelievable. It's like hard to fathom that this is happening was happening people were like this is happening and then it kept happening one of the more recent victims jacoby pillow died from compression asphyxia from being restrained similar to george floyd and there's this quote so the fbi is opening the investigation because the sheriff was finally like hey like yeah this doesn't this is not good like, And the sheriff finally asked the FBI, was like, we need to get to the bottom of this. But there's this, like one of the attorneys, Ben Crump and Paul Grinke made a statement, you know, while requesting the Department of Justice open an investigation said, it's appalling that you could have 32 detainees die in the Harris County Jail in a 14 month period. I mean, nobody would really believe it unless you have these bodies that showed you it was really happening. And I feel like I keep running into this sentiment. Where yeah. it's, you know, like the the bleakness of like Florida schools have banned all books and are selectively like we talked about this on yesterday's episode. They have selected 350 books total that are OK for the entire K through 12 public Jesus. school system in one of their places. So like, but you you kind of like you hear that and you're like, but that can't be true right and so like i needed to actually see somebody on twitter whose name is like brian uh, jags fan brian (laughs) just taking a video of his kid's school library with all the shelves being completely empty for me to be like oh it's really the end this is like it's really the dystopia the ohio trained around like again like people Are just like this is just ha- there's like tr- American Chernobyl in the middle of the country, and the mainstream media is completely ignoring it and letting Pete Buttigieg, who's like Department, it is, who's like the only person who's supposed to be able to keep you know actually punish these people, yeah, like is going on the Sunday shows and answering questions about the state of the union like
4: that. <laughs> The, the worst thing about it is the, uh, well, not maybe not the worst thing about it, but one of the most insane things about that is the amount of, like, Pete defenders there are out there. Yeah, who, they think we're all mad about the Iowa caucuses. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They think we're still mad about Iowa. I don't which, give a fuck about Iowa. No, he, I'm still mad about it. That's true. But no I'm, it's, about, no, I'm mad about South Carolina, but
2: that's a different story.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm mad about a lot of things, but. Yeah, with the with the Pete stuff, the the new line of the Pete Defender is um actually there's like there's usually about on average a thousand trail uh, a thousand train derailments a year, so so we're good we're, here. So we're good, and I'm just like, you understand how insane that sounds, right? right. <laughs> like the idea that like oh no, it's okay. As Department of Transportation head, he should continue the status quo of trains derailing and causing many nobles around the world that's fine
3: right there's uh in our discord veruca assault in the discord shared this medium post that they were <laughs> like this i keep thinking of this post by indra Indrahit Samara samarajiva or samarajiva <laughs> Indrahit hit samarajiva who lived through the sri lankan collapse and said that sort of this sort of dissonance is what it feels like to live through a society that is crumbling <laughs> and it's it's really like it's an interesting medium post we'll link off to the medium post in the footnotes but it, footnotes uh, there we go Sorry. that's that's uh, <laughs> it's a little
4: early but i had to
2: do it
3: like the author like posts like pictures from their you know photo roll at the time and it's like A game of Scrabble they're playing and then like a burning body left out in front of their workplace and then like, uh, you know, a live show that they went to and then like a mall that got bombed that they were just like driving, driving past. And they're just like, they're like, you don't, there's not this moment where suddenly The news is like, okay, things are officially bad. There's no launch party for Decay, is a direct quote. It's just a pileup of outrages and atrocities in between friendships and weddings and perhaps an unusual amount of alcohol. Perhaps you're waiting for some moment when the adrenaline kicks in and you're fighting the virus or fascism all the time, but it's not like that. Life is not a movie, and if it were, you're certainly not the star. You're just an extra If something good or bad happens to you, it'll be random and no one will care.
4: (laughs) That's actually how I've always viewed myself.
3: Yeah. Uh, Like,
4: like, you ever seen War of the Worlds with uh, Tom Cruise? Yeah. Uh, There's a scene where, like, the aliens show up and they're just, like, dissolving people into ash. And he's, like, running through, like, ash piles and stuff. Yeah. I've always looked at myself as, like, yeah, I'd be the ash
3: yeah, I'm the Ash that, like, he wipes off Yeah, the that he just wipes side off. of his face. Hey, yeah, yeah.
2: still in the movies. I'm still <laughs> in the movies.
3: Yeah, it's my, a role. My parents would be so proud. Of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, I don't know. People People keep having this, and I, my brain keeps having this, where it's like, you, you almost, like, can't believe how bad it's gotten mm-hmm. overnight. Like, we we don't have the level of oversight And consequence and accountability that we had under George W. Bush when, like, Katrina happened and, like, that Brownie got fired. Like, instead of that, we've just got people just, like, not even being asked questions on the fucking, on, like, meet the press or whatever.
4: Yeah, it's just everything's, you know, uh, like, it's a consequence of a lot of things that include shit that was going on during George W. Bush's time. So it's like, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's it's all uh, it's all led up to this moment. Accumulation for and sure. Accumulation. I'm not saying it used sure. to be
3: good and bad. It's just like the accumulation has gotten to a point where everything is like so so many things are falling apart. And people are just kind of like, I don't know if everyone's dug
4: in on their like, you know, their particular whatever, you know, content they're consuming that's telling them who the good guys are and the bad guys are. It's like everyone's dug in. So if you're told like, oh, all the bad guys hate Pete Buttigieg, so you have to love Pete Buttigieg in order to, you know, fight the bad guys. And it's just like uh, or you could just like, you know, you could live (laughs) with an actual opinion. On things yeah. that doesn't have anything to do with your particular content choices. I don't know. It, it's all it's all
3: insane. Yeah, there's too like there's too much of a this side or that side to it all. But and I definitely used to be like more guilty of that, like just being like, well, Democrats are better than Republicans, so like stop saying things that are right. damaging <laughs> to Democrats. But like I don't know. Yeah, I, as things have gotten worse and more just evident it it feels like there is i don't know how sophisticated it is but it definitely is kind of enveloping and just like everywhere the like whatever the opposite of agit prop is like right zanny prop like <laughs> what like just just whatever the propaganda is that's like calm down move along this isn't out of the ordinary train derailments happen all the time yeah that black cloud and like Chickens dying and everybody having to move out of the city is not that abnormal. Go read white noise.
4: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love a move along, folks. Nothing to see here, but with like a lady painting nail emoji next to it. Yes. And and clap (laughs) signs in between. (laughs) You're like, cool. Right. Now you're speaking my language.
2: Pete Buttigieg is like barely a person. (laughs) You're not. he's, He's the most robotic human being I've ever seen. Like there's not a person who's like that prepared for everything mm-hmm. while giving you absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um he's just trying to be like the Democratic Party.
3: Yes. He's yeah. well he's also the highest form of capital like this capitalist system which is McKinsey and the consulting right. arm that is like everything can just be explained by like improving how this does in the market. And, right. Like everything is the market of free ideas, but it's not, it's, it's all tilted in the direction of, you know, capital and whatever it's going to take to allow people to make the most money and uh, accumulate the most property or sales or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. And just irrespective of human life.
2: You know who my favorite uh Democrat is? Oh, whoever runs against Biden, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking wait the balls <laughs> they won't even be able to walk, yeah, <laughs> he or she's balls are gonna be so big, yeah, that'll be that'll be a lot
4: of fun too, especially watching the same Pete defenders go. Try to use the same arguments with Biden, because everything, we you know, with Pete is just, you know, like you just hate that he's the future of the Democratic Party and blah, blah, blah. And with Biden, it's just like, you know, th- they're now going to have to go back to like, wow, ageism much. And you're like, no, motherfucker, he's he truly is an old, useless man. <laughs> right. It, it's oh, God. Oh, I it's hope gonna the be person sexy. who runs
3: against him is not like just some th- even further centrist. Like, I, I hope it's somebody who. That's actually, true.
4: That There is a chance right. that it'll be just be like, this guy's a communist. Klobuchar's <laughs> ready. Yeah.
3: I don't know. Blagojevich. Blagojevich. <laughs> Read my lips. Blagojevich. <laughs> Get the pop filter in place. <laughs> All right. We'll be back to talk about some bullshit in a moment
6: Zigazoo has made me zigzag what I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them.
3: And we're back, and so there's some there's some lighthearted news. I don't know, dumb dumb lighthearted bullshit, such as that Warner Brothers. I believe is that the yeah they're they're like we yeah they're a studio they're a studio, and they just announced that two projects coming that are very fun and very much Warners. The sequel to I Am Legend. Oh, uh, with Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan. Wait, this, no, hold on! But they're bringing Will. He died, though. I know. So this is what's this is what's interesting. So the the first movie, the the whole point of the book that this movie is based on. Yeah, it's called "I Am Legend," and these are spoilers for anyone who doesn't have hasn't seen the alternate 2008 ending. But that that is what this this is a sequel to the alternate ending that they shot and then had to change because it tested so badly because americans are like no we're not bad guy it tested worse than will smith dying at the end yes yes because so here it's called i am legend because it turns out in the end he like confronts the vampires and the vampires are like we're just trying to get our child, who you have captive and are like performing medical experiments on you, sick fuck. Like, get, oh. give us that back. And then it turns out he, like, there's this like voiceover where he's like, that's when I realized I am the monster of their world. Like, I am the legend. Like, I am oh. legend refers to him being a legendary like Dracula monster. He is Dracula, and they are, even though the. The entire film is spent with you thinking, or the entire novel, that this is like a bunch of vampires. They are the monsters. It's like, no, I am the legendary monster. I am legend. They shot that.
4: That makes so much more sense. I just <laughs> realized you watch a whole movie that's just called I Rule and you're like, yeah, he yeah. is cool.
3: <laughs> the, that guy. Yeah. They, so they shot that. They like. <laughs> it's just called this nobody guy. Wanted fucks, it? And you're like, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, it turns it into like a lazy rap brag. Yeah, like it's yeah. like yeah. It, instead of instead of like the very cool point of yeah, like it. Self implication stuff like that, so yeah, they cut that, turned it into him blowing himself up. But now they're like, people are ready for the original ending where he's a monster, it takes place like 20 30 years after the original alternate ending and like presupposes that, or maybe they'll just like cram that ending onto the beginning of this movie.
2: Mm. I don't know why they need to fall all over themselves trying to justify right. why this movie is. <laughs> that's what movie making is now. It's like, uh, didn't that guy die? And then the response yeah. is, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The movie's planned. Do you want to see it? You do? Well, then yeah. shut it and say thank you. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's because it has
4: to be attached to some sort of IP that they're like, oh, we got to make sure whatever it is is canon. And it's yeah, like, that's right. but you can just make another movie. And just yeah. be about whatever.
2: And they're like, no, nah, not if we want that sweet IP. Gotta yeah. get that P. Like, like, everything that happens in The Last of Us, there's, like, you know, articles about how it relates to the video game. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care that it was a video game. Guess what? This is a TV show. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. It does nothing has to be anything. It's a great yeah. idea. Shut up about it. But when I
3: do a video game, it does different things. Well, so how am I supposed to play a video
2: game? <laughs> I did a whole
4: thread on Twitter that started off with uh, talking about how I was really pissed that it uh, it wasn't faithful to the, you know, to the original mm. game. And then every point in the thread is like, um, he has a knife when he is supposed to be meticulously searching through drawers in order to craft a shiv. Uh, <laughs> there should be at least two episodes spent on him just trying to find <laughs> rolls of tape and half cut out pieces of uh, plastic bottles, right? <laughs> just because people are literally in, insane about the amount of like, uh, they're they're fucking up my memories of a game from just a few years ago,
3: right? <laughs> it should be real time. It my be real childhood,
2: time. yeah. Because I'm 14 now, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right.
3: So, anyways, I don't know. I'm I'm all for uh, Michael B. Jordan being added to any film.
4: Yeah, and literally put him, it's, put him in anything.
3: Like between the two options of them just being like and we're going to stay with the thing where it's about somebody who is so cool that we had to call the movie I am legend or <laughs> yeah. them being like all right, we can admit we fucked that up and yeah. we're going to make a sequel that unfucks it up a little bit. I'm I good with that. I'm good with this. I
4: Especially think- if, you, if you're going to add Michael B Jordan to it because he's great. And if you really yeah. love Michael B Jordan, you should see him in The Wire, the greatest show of all time.
3: Yeah, and you you might have a podcast about that. I may
4: or may not have a uh, The Wire I watch podcast. It Doesn't matter. The point is watch. There's a lot of people who haven't seen The Wire. It's fucking bullshit.
2: Yeah, season four, the education season. Oh, yeah. so
3: good. Yeah, I think that's the best season of television. Yeah. Although I do also really like season two and a lot of. Oh, oh you know what, hey, what else is one good? Stinks. One, three, and five. Yeah, yeah, those <laughs> are great. And five. But yeah, I, I like those ones too. Five's a slow burn. It's a little
4: five. Fat, a little becomes, patty on the
3: backy. Yeah. yeah,
4: five. Yeah, definitely patty on the backy. But five becomes more and more genius the more times you watch it. Because mm-hmm. does it, it really?
3: Is, you can yeah. get past the like press the, part of it.
4: Oh, what, you, once you get past the press part of it and realize, uh, especially in the moment we're living in now, in which print media is all but dead. And you go like, yeah, I guess like, you know, even though they are patting themselves on the back, uh, on the back, they did have, they do have a very crucial role in society. <laughs> you know, newspapers, local local journalists, <laughs> people who uh, cool. actually go to state courthouses or local city, you know, uh, council yeah. meetings and
3: so now say that I what's think about happening. It, now that I think about it, I think I th- my complaint was that it was like the journalistic malpractice was like too blatant and silly and now yeah. I'm like oh wait no yeah rewatch no, it now I, yeah, I think I just have to rewatch it yeah, be like, rewatch oh, it the-
4: now and realize that it's like oh no 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 this is yeah. uh,
2: pretty real it's pretty. funny to think about the water cooler on the soprano or on uh, the wire set and now mm-hmm. uh, everyone around the water cooler has an English accent yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
4: That just—they uh, also, you know. Let's be real; some of them still have an English accent when they're trying to do an American accent.
3: <laughs> McNulty slips every
4: once in a while. Yeah,
3: that <laughs> is me,
2: McNulty from Baltimore.
4: <laughs> Close enough, but I am legend. Great, you know what? Make more, make more care for it, me. more legends. That movie please. rules.
2: I I watched it. I think last year I made Lyra watch it for the first time because uh it was one of those movies where I wanted to rewatch it, but she would just that is you know you get like i don't want to see that in your head no matter what it is but uh, yeah yeah that's a good movie it's a yeah. good movie it's hard no, to make a good movie with one actor yeah that's
3: right
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah it is it's um i'm trying to remember what the plot was i know i remember he he's looking for a cure still that's just yeah. yeah he's got like his wife right like yeah his wife and kid
3: are i no, think they no i think was that a do that movie? I'm conflating. I thought they like flew to. Oh,
4: no, they, they blow up in a helicopter. Helicopter, he watches, yeah, yeah. He watches them blow up in a helicopter. He's like playing golf. You know, Uh he's hitting balls in off the, the end of a big. Square. Yeah, off the end of a big ship. Oh, the big thing I remember from I Am Legend is my feelings about it were like, God damn it! I wish I was me because I would just just be raiding pharmacies. This back, I saw it back when I used to do a lot of drugs, but it was like, yeah, (laughs) just like I would go to all the pharmacies and be like, hook it up and just, uh, yeah, that's how I'd live my life alone.
3: I feel like so much of our desire for a post-apocalyptic world, and I say desire because it is like it's fantasy wish fulfillment, like people are like, oh, it's scary. And like, I don't want all my loved ones to die. But like it, but I think it's all about having a walkable city. Like, it's just a city that you can, like, walk through and not be worried that a car is going to run you down. Like, that, I, Yeah. I don't there's something think... so beautiful about that. Like, yeah. if you just banned all cars tomorrow, mm-hmm. the world would be a beautiful place. It would be so fun.
4: For The wish fulfillment for me is just a little bit of alone time away from the nagging wife. Am I right, <laughs> fellas?
3: <laughs> fellas! Oh, boy. I mean, it is. It is Dadcast.
2: So I was looking at the wiki. I think it's just a woman he has in the basement that he's trying to cure. Well, I don't know, know who she is, and it's a little weird. that He just got a woman in his basement, but he's mm. the only person alive. You know what? No rules. Uh, so he. I thought uh, he had a rat. He has a rat. He's trying to save her, whatever. And he's like doing experiments. Nick, and like Nick has a hard time. Yeah,
3: to, he has a strange dysphoria where he can't determine the difference between a human and a rat. No, mm, it's a human. I should have mentioned People, that it's a too. human. That
4: explains <laughs> the. Uh, the Pete Buttigieg comments earlier. <laughs> hey.
3: <laughs> this fucking rat. rat. <laughs> all right. Well, this has, been a, this has been a successful dad cast, I think. Absolutely. I think we
2: yeah, place. we didn't talk about kids at all. So it a no,
3: big success. Yeah, just getting
4: Thank God. So all I do all day is talk about fucking baby stuff.
3: Man. When
4: I oh, tell hey, you, this is
3: my kid's 100th uh, day of kindergarten, and they oh. they're celebrating that.
4: Oh, the first 100 days, like first the 100
3: days, exactly, and I, <laughs> I'm very excited. It's been, it's been, it's had me in a happy mood all day that they made it to 100. Wait, you, know?
2: you, your wife is Korean?
3: Yes, my wife is, is that, Korean. So
2: that, I am that the hundred days is a Korean thing. I, that I, is a, yeah. there is also they I celebrate hundred days rather than years. Yeah, and oh. also everyone in the country that's born in one year is the exact same birthday, or whatever, and everyone's a year. Although I think they're changing that.
3: Yeah, I mean, that, it's not like that. We we just celebrate the first year, actually. like that yeah. That's a big celebration. 100 yeah. days is a big deal, and then the one-year birthday is when you know they've really made it,
2: and that's, uh, yeah, then the, the yeah. we're psyched. Yeah, I've got a um, Korean nephew, so mm. I'm, nice. I'm up on the 100, 200 days. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just a president
3: thing. President. <laughs> <That's-
2: laughs> well, we look back at the first 100 days, and we see if the kid actually accomplished anything. That's right. Or if they need to go to a
3: trade kindergarten. (laughs) There is like a fun thing, the dull the first year birthday, where like you lay out different things for them to like then crawl towards. Mm. And supposedly it like determines what their career is going to be. Really? Very very much it reminds me of the beginning of Liquid Swords, the you know, where like (laughs) they they quote
4: Isn't (laughs) that how they (laughs) pick the Dalai Lama?
3: Yeah, it's kinda it's kinda like that. It's pretty it's pretty cool. So my son is going to be either a judge or a carpenter because he crawled toward a hammer. Black smoke or white smoke. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Nick, truly a pleasure having you on the show. Oh, thanks so much.
2: Uh, Where can people find you, follow you? I'm going to be in Denver this weekend at the Denver Comedy Lounge. And uh, in March, I'm going to be in Santa Cruz. I'm going to be in Salem, Oregon. Uh, I'm going to be in... Seattle Washington and I'm adding some San Francisco but I've I've got an album to prepare for so I'm Woo. forcing myself out at the house exciting. and it's more work than I enjoy yeah <laughs> but the it's comedy is for, for the fun. rest of us though the comedy <laughs> is fun yes
3: your albums are very funny
2: so uh, I'm at, at Turners on Twitter I'll you know have stuff up there also, I write a podcast called Fraudsters on the Last Podcast Network. It's a oh, deep yeah. dive into the greatest fraudsters of our time, deeper than the other shows. That's what sets us apart. We just did three episodes on Lou Pearlman. Wow. Oh, wow. yeah. Real POS love- of the highest order. You know, he had the oh, longest running Ponzi and- scheme no. in American history when it was discovered. It was discovered, I think, a year before Madoff's. Lou Perlman. Is he Lou not the Perlman. manager of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys?
4: Also That's just that. one
2: of his many crimes. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> he um, he had a, uh, a a blimp business before boy bands, and mm. he crashed for insurance money five blimps. Damn. It's just
3: like, we can't get these dang things right.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's insane how long people wait. So the helium
3: goes inside the thing? Oh, now you tell me. (laughs) I light it on fire, then put it in there. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Is there a tweet or some work of media you've been enjoying? No. All right. Uh, Matt, (laughs) where can people find you? Oh, you Follow can find
4: you. me on Twitter at Matt Lieb or uh, on Instagram, Matt Lieb Jokes. Also, uh, the third Thursday of every month in Los Angeles over at the Silver Lake Independent JCC, I do a show called Mishigas. In which uh, the comedians go on stage and uh, they basically act as therapists to the audience. You know, they ask, hey, what's going on with you? And then you as an audience member can say, hey, I got a problem with my roommate. And then some, you know, degenerate comedian will try to help you out with that. It's a lot Mm. of fun so uh yeah my you God, can follow that, that
2: insane i love it's that super fun it's well, if it's, you ever need a jewish looking comedian oh we, we <laughs> accept
4: we accept all I'm comedians okay. of all races and religions uh <laughs> so yeah we'd love to have you but yeah go uh you know fucking check out michigan it's hell of fun amazing and yeah you can find that on my on my instagram and stuff
3: is there media you've been enjoying
4: there is. Well, there is a, a tweet that I really liked. So, some right wing fucking grifter wrote something uh, during the Super Bowl Imagine the outrage if someone performed a white national anthem at the Super Bowl. And then, this uh, Twitter user reply, at uh, ThoughtSlime, wrote Imagine if Dracula ran on stage and did the monster mash, and then imagine <laughs> it was a graveyard smash. <laughs> <laughs> oh and I was that's I love that tweet very much. Yeah. Oh and listen to pot yourself uh, a gun. We're talking about the wire. It's a great podcast.
3: It is. One of the best. Let's see uh some tweets I've been enjoying Cricket Arison tweeted, This meeting could have been an email? Well guess what? This email could have been a kiss. <laughs> Which is a good good response. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, just a good old fashioned, uh, Dave Itzkoff tweeted the part from the smoochy episode of The Simpsons where, mm-hmm. and it's, it's Homer reading his notes, and it says, whenever Elon's tweets aren't on screen, the yes. algorithm should be asking, where's Elon's tweets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, that really feels like what we're dealing with. Yeah. The, at this point uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien you can find us on Twitter at daily zeitgeist we're at the daily zeitgeist on Instagram we have a Facebook fan page and a website dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnote
2: footnotes!
3: Like oh, <laughs> in this episode Oh, no. God, i, <laughs> you, I <hope> you didn't <laughs> wake up your baby for that. <laughs> oh, are just going to be mad at me. Anyways, it's where we link off to the information we talked about in this episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy hey super producer justin what's a song that you think people might enjoy this is a fantastic
4: song from an all-black psychedelic rock group out of rockaway beach uh, near the queens area in new york this is a band called black rabbit with a track called the way the wind whips it's got a lot of Like Tame Impala vibes to it. Some of their other tracks, they sound very much like the Beatles, but yeah, they're just a young black rock group that I heard of years and years ago when they were a lot more obscure and they've kind of blown up since then. So um, yeah, check them out in the footnotes. They used to busk Beatles songs like perfectly. Mm -hmm. And then they started releasing original music and it's, it is amazing. It's very psychedelic and very fun.
3: Yeah, uh, so you guys can check that out in the footnotes. The Way the Wind Whips is a fucking great name for a song. The Daily guys is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for Health Aid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst quenching, uh, great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, Ginger Lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals. It made your tummy feel good. That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go to for a healthier,
1: happier you. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls.